Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala. Wa ba'du assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Waalaikumsalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All praise and thanks are solely due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Traces peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. May Allah grant us the strength and tawfiq and hidayah to get through this this podcast inshallah our hearts are way heavy at the moment of course having recently lost our senior most teacher not in age but in uh, in stature subhanallah in our lives Allahumma ghfir lahu wa rahamuhu wa sakinu fil jannah amin now we are to do the 25th Jews 6 not 25th? Didn't we do 24 the last time? <laughs> confusing me. I think you're actually right. Yes, 25. it's 25. It's 25. Um, Nam, so, uh, you know the, the drill, but I just wanted to say that even what you're doing here, you know, um, the, the idea of tafakkur and the importance of tafakkur was something that Munata used to highlight Always, uh, he was. He had a very special relationship with the Quran. You would you would hardly hear him quoting tafasir and mufassirun. But what he did quite frequently was tafakkur. And uh, I just want to share something. You guys probably know this already. But Malata used to love driving, and he would drive practically every day from Strand to Cape Town or wherever. And uh, this would be his time to to recite. And Malata used to recite uh, religiously. One Jews a day, and this was his way of retaining his hifz. Uh, and in his recitation, he would he would be deep in reflection with regards to the ayat. But again, from the perspective of tafakkur, like he used to think about the verses, and sometimes he used to come to class and uh, tell us about some of the things that he was thinking about. Then you sit there and you're like, Subhanallah, it's like the way he you know, the ideas together, you will find a narrative within a bigger surah that you read so many times, but you never saw that string. Like, I'll never forget his uh, his discussion on Surah Al-Ahzab and the way he strung those verses together like a pearl necklace. Subhanallah. Um, and then and then he would just speak about it so casually. And he he really encouraged us as the students and the ulama in general, to to revive halaqat of Qur'an in the masajid. Um, and this is something that we, inshallah, we will endeavor to do, but this is part of that that uh, initiative in that we can perhaps reach, you know, more people with the message of the Qur'an. And uh, may Allah Ta'ala grant it as a sadaqatu jariyah. Amen. Sadaqatun jariyatun on his behalf. And uh, if not that, then at least Almun Yuntafa'bi, subhanAllah. Uh, I hand you over to Mawlana Salim, who is going to be reciting for us, inshaAllah ta'ala. Bismillah. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. 
سنريهم آياتنا في الآفاق وفي أنفسهم حتى حتى يتبين لهم أنه الحق أولم يكفي بربك أنه على كل شيء شهيد ألا إنهم في مرية من لقاء ربهم ألا إنه بكل شيء محيط أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وهو الذي يقبل التوبة عن عباده وهو الذي يقبل التوبة عن عباده ويعفو عن السيئات وهو الذي يقبل التوبة عن عباده ويعفو عن السيئات ويعلم ما تفعلون وهو الذي يقبل التوبة عن عباده ويعفو عن السيئات ويعلم ما تفعلون ويستجيب الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وهو الذي يقبل توبة عن عباده ويعفو عن السيئات ويعلم ما تفعلون ويستجيب الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات ويزيدهم من فضله والكافرون لهم عذاب شديد ولو بسط الله الرزق لعباده لبغوا في الأرض ولكن ينزل بقدر ما يشاء إنه بعباده خبير بصير وهو الذي ينزل الغيث من بعد ما قنطوا وهو الذي ينزل الغيث من بعد ما قنطوا وينشر رحمته وهو الولي الحميد ومن آياته خلق السماوات والأرض وما بث فيهما من دابة 
وهو على جمعهم إذا يشاء قدير أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم استجيبوا لربكم استجيبوا لربكم من قبل أن يأتي يوم لا مرد له من الله ما لكم من ملجأ يومئذ وما لكم من نكير فإن أعرضوا فما أرسلناك عليهم حفيظا إن عليك إلا البلاغ وإنا إذا أذقنا الإنسان منا رحمة فرح بها وَإِنْ تُصِبَهُمْ سَيِّئَةٌ بِمَا قَدَّمَتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ فَإِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ كَفُورٌ لِلَّهِ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ يهب لمن يشاء إناثا ويهب لمن يشاء الذكور أو يزوجهم ذكرانا وإناثا ويجعل من يشاء عقيما إنه عليم قدير وما كان لبشر أن يكلمه الله إلا وحيا أو من وراء حجاب أو يرسل رسولا أو يرسل رسولا فيوحي بإذنه ما يشاء إنه علي حكيم وكذلك أوحينا إليك روحا من أمرنا ما كنت تدري ما الكتاب ولا الإيمان ولكن جعلناه نورا ولكن جعلناه نورا نهدي به من نشاء من عبادنا وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ صِرَاطِ اللَّهِ الَّذِي لَهُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ 
ألا إلى الله تصير الأمور صدق الله العظيم ما شاء الله حسن الله إليكم تقبل الله منا ومنكم أمين الحمد لله Quran soothes you don't feel as you hope you would feel when going like like right now <laughs> we're still grieving and it's not like I'm grieving any less than what I was grieving before I started reciting Quran but it's somehow just differently soothed Alhamdulillah so I mean Quran is definitely Shifa we believe that whatever you're feeling the Quran heals and uh, some things just heal different to other things put on a plaster today tomorrow you take it off it doesn't mean that the cut is going to be completely gone but uh, yeah I think uh, it just the, it, it just heals I didn't somehow. know you greeted okay. but um, I don't think the healing of the Quran is there to necessarily remove the sadness from the heart um, because the sadness is a sign of love also and um, a sign of love and a sign of longing but at the same time the Quran heals it in that it gives you hope that whilst being sad for the one that you miss know that Allah is you know, Allah is the one that you love more than anything and Allah is the one that will give good to the one that you love and Allah is the one that will give good to you also Amen Ya Rabbi So uh, What if you didn't know that you love the one that you love as much as you love him? Like I suppose that's what everybody else is feeling like the sentiments that you might have heard I mean people that haven't even met Monatoa but they were just feeling sad. Yeah, no, but uh, I don't have time for them that still is. at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about those who knew Malana and Wasteen. It's mm-hmm. like Rahman, Rahimullah Ta'ala, Rahman was saying uh, to me, um he has been crying more for Malana than he's than he cried at his uh, at the passing of his daughter. And uh, I was there. Um we were in his company and then we left and then I remember later that night uh, the news came through. This is very, very sad but I understand exactly what he's saying. Uh, because I also lost, uh, as you know, I lost my father and that was also very hard but it, I can't explain except to say that it's different because when you lose someone in your own life personally, you're losing a personal connection, there's emotional attachment, there's etc. But uh, the loss of our teacher um, is like one of your connections to the legacy of Islam, the legacy of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the knowledge of Allah's deen, one of those links have gone, not only from you, but from the world. To me, in addition to that, it's like, you know, like was said of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I think it was Ummu Salama. I was telling him, you know, was, yeah, was, I was telling him this. Was, uh, 
you know, crying when Abu Bakr and Umar came and you know, they all cried uh, because of the fact that, you know, Wahi ceased to come down and Ras- um, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he was the, you know, the receptacle, he is the one or the conduit for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's speech to us. And, you know, to some degree, I firmly believe that our beloved teacher, not that he received Wahi, hmm. but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired him oftentimes to you look at things to, in ways. You don't need to say that, almost like you, you're hesitant. I was telling Maulana Salim the exact same thing. While you were making salah earlier, um, and Maulana said it in his meeting to us. Now, people need to understand this within context, right? We're not trying to sound heebie-jeebie out of this world type of thing. It's a very simple matter. If one wants to understand this further, Imam Ghazali writes about this in Ihya'ul-Umid-Din, in Kitabul ul if I remember correctly, about the sources of knowledge. And uh, while Maulana didn't make reference to that, he made reference to an experience that he had with his teacher, Maulana Sa'id, Mufti Sa'id, Palamburi, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, where... There was an incident Malna visited India not not too many years ago. Um, visited his teacher and then they were having some dialogue and his teacher invited him for breakfast and um, his teacher made a statement that there's this particular book but it hasn't been printed yet but Malna knew that the book has been printed so Malna mentioned it and his teacher said no, it hasn't been printed yet but Malna knew at that time, look here. He said I have the book. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't, the second time he didn't say he just kept quiet. Yeah, he just kept quiet. And his teacher responded to that. He's, because his teacher probably knew his teacher was I don't know if it was like a test or whatever but his teacher probably knew and his teacher wanted to see his reaction and his reaction was that and his teacher said uh, you know that you, you remember the words exactly? He said there will come a time in your life that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up a window or there's something that happens that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens up a window for you and then you Take directly from that window. Yeah. You know, that happens, you're saying that that happens to some scholars. Yeah. That uh, you won't find the uh, the pieces of knowledge that come to you found in any book. Uh, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifts it to you through that that window that he opens for you. And then he told Molina that I'm not telling you this just uh, as a piece of information or anything. I'm telling you this because it's going to happen to you. Uh. And when it happens to you, you must know what's Subhanallah. what's taking place. And then after that, he said, Wallahi, I don't know if he, I, I can't remember if he took a qasam, but he said, that has he happened. He did take a qasam and he said that I have experienced that. Yeah. Subhanallah. So, so for me, it's like, you know, I, so I that, don't want to. Uh, so that window is closed. That window is closed. And, window is closed. and, you know, it's like, I just also think that. You know, Molina was like millions of levels above us, man. But uh, he still like let us sit with him, man, and things like that. And you know, I just think to myself, Inshallah, one day we also gonna die. Not Inshallah, it's definitely we're gonna die. But we hope that we get into Jannah. Uh-huh. And I just think yeah, to man. myself, you know, how do we get to the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? And uh, my hope is that just, you know, <coughs> Marana is maybe sitting there and he says, hey, Zakaria, that's my student here. Yeah. You know, he's right, man. Let him come sit with us. Wallahi, that's, that's one of the things that uh, that keeps me going is that I I see others love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I become somewhat jealous 
in that what I see of them, I don't know if I feel inside, if I have that same level of, of mahabba that I see others have, dhahiratan, right? Mm. But I know how much I love my teacher, that I can feel. And my sincere hope is that through my love for him and his love that I know he has for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that we can make it. I mean, you can make it there. Perhaps, perhaps you know, the connecting all, the first, all the eyes you were reading there was making me think of Mullah. When, uh, subhanAllah, again, uh, I prepared the 26 juice because I really thought that you were at today. But uh, browsing through and I mean, taking some of your inspiration of Mullah's uh, ideas on tafakkur and tadabur. I remember he started with us uh, that particular book of Sheikh uh, Hassan uh, Habannaka Al Maidani. Huh. Um, uh, I think it's a, it's a real uh, Yeah I read through a couple of chapters of it and need Isn't to, it his and son? Some more. Yeah it's his son Abdurrahman Abdurrahman Hassan Abdurrahman mm. Okay Afwan um, But yes Mullah started that book with us And I mean uh, Important Important in terms of The idea of the Dabur and Tafakkur Even but, then mm. we, need, we need to read that book no? mm. That was Mullah's way of trying to get those principles through us but he without having read that book yeah that already if you know what I mean subhanallah <laughs> 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 first one you read was isn't it you want to speak about that one first bismillah sanurihim ayatina fil afaqi wa fi anfusihim we Allah will show them our signs in the horizon and within themselves until it becomes clear to them that indeed it is the truth that it is uh, absolutely true that Allah is absolutely true that the Quran is absolutely true that the messenger وسلم, is absolutely true that everything that you had been promised would indeed come to fruition mm. the day of Qiyamah uh, judgment the fact that everything will be weighed, that all of those concepts that the Prophet ﷺ was teaching you about, that all of those things would come to be true. There's so um, many levels of, of this ayah. Mm. Um, like the one level that, that is kind of most obvious in, in our day and age is the fact that as knowledge and scientific discoveries and so on expands, uh, more and more of what the Qur'an stated is highlighted as incredibly accurate. You know, like, how is it possible that 1400 years ago this Quran could speak so accurately about matters that people had no clue of that mm. time, like uh, embryology, as an example. Fingerprints. Yeah, there's so mm. many, right? Mm. But that's at one level. But then mm. there's a there's another level that I think is, for me personally, that, that, that has come out, and that is your own personal growth. You know, as you grow, like I'm now, what, 33 years old? And I understand the world very differently than I did when I was 23 years old. And very, very differently than I did when I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. You know? And, uh, and I'm not speaking about facts and information. I'm speaking about perception, wisdom, uh, perspective. That as you proceed in life, you come to that realization that, yes, I knew that la ilaha illallah. I knew it theoretically, but then 
at, at the level of experience you come to appreciate and submit to the fact that look here no matter mm. what you think you're not in charge man. you know and, and from that perspective also like obviously we take the whole thing the horizon so the stars and the planets and external things and then within themselves so like your body and your functions in your body and your different systems mm. but on, but a, on a spiritual you know what mm. I mean there's that also man like like you try to figure out Allah's plan here with COVID mm. and taking these people you try to figure it out mm. now you can't but I promise you and you mark my words in 10 years time inshallah if, if we're still alive yeah, whoever is still alive we will look back mm. and we will see Allah's plan retrospectively mm. And it will make it will make it makes no sense to us right now because I can't for the life of me understand mm. like why man. How about like I, I, mm. there's a reason and mm. I'm not questioning Allah's mm. takdeer. I just can't mm. understand the hikmah mm. right now, you know. And it's like that with like life events as well, man. Absolutely. So stuff happened in your in your childhood, in your youth, when you were a young adult, and you have no idea, you know, why this is happening to me or what did I do to deserve this, etc., etc., type mm. of thing, and you just soldier on and soldier on. But um, later on, it's very much like you say, Mullah, that you, you, you come to that realization, oh, this is why, and that yeah. is why, and that is why. And then it suddenly all starts to make sense. Absolutely. And then, I mean, then one should definitely then ask the question that where did all this sense now come from? Uh, <laughs> and the sense, it's sort of made clear in the next verse that Allah says, or well, the next part of the verse, أَوَلَمْ يَكْفِ بِرَبِّكَ أَنَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَهِيدٍ it is, is it not sufficient for your Lord that he is a witness over every single thing? SubhanAllah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a witness over all the things that had passed and Allah is a witness to the things that will come that you have no idea of yet. SubhanAllah. And like, that's why you feel like you feel. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it enough for you that, that Allah is watching it? Allah is mm. in control of this. That Allah knows what is happening. Even though you don't know and understand the plan, uh, and you feel very, very lost at that one point in time. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, how oftentimes the signs are present, but the eyes are blind. Mm. Like, Allah saying, you will show them until they become certain, but Allah is showing us signs mm. all the time. And to me, like, you know, sometimes when you look back and you think back to me, like, I just. Maybe because my mind is preoccupied. Don't, don't even start that conversation because you know where I'm going to go down that Just road. because my mind is, is preoccupied with it. But really, no, if I think about it now, Mawlana was like a sign of Allah. He was like Ayatullah. Hujjatullah hmm. It's like just witnessing him and his, like his way of living and his intellectual prowess and the way that he could see things. It was like, He's not the sum total of the hours of reading that he put in. Mm. <laughs> there's, a, there's an element of gift here. Yeah, Rob. There's something yeah. that even if you put in all of that, you can't get it. It's like, this is just, it's like that ability shows you now Allah exists. Man. Allah exists and Allah is giving this guy stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know how many times Mullah would tell us, you know, but this is now not really directly related to it. I was saying like, you know, here's a human being and this human being is like a, 
uh, eye of Allah that sometimes we're oblivious to, but we really should be appreciating. But just connected to him is just, Mama, it just reminds me how many times Mullah would tell us that, you know, um, to him, a testament to the fact that Allah wants to take work from his students and from the madrasa is the fact that it's still running. Because he doesn't have set sources of funding. The bank accounts are often zero up until the time that something needs to be paid and then he cries in the musalla not knowing when uh, and where the funds are coming from. And the next day somebody will walk But by the, the time it needs to be paid, the money will be in Yo. the account. How did we buy the van? So the madrasa. Anyway, we're going again on another one. <laughs> what did you expect? Uh, what I wanted to say was, the, the, what is that poem that Mona sent? Uh, that last that he that he translated. Al Ghusnu yumbitu Ghusnan hina taqtahu, wal-layl yunjibu Subhan hina yaktamilu. Satumtaru al-ardu yawman ragm shahatiha, wa min butun al-maasi yulad al-amalu. One second. I could translate it, but I don't want to read my own translation. Ah. I don't want to, I don't, I can't, I don't have the audacity to translate it myself when I know we have a translation of our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our beloved teacher. So I think we must maybe pull it up somewhere. Let me just find it's Ajeev, it. Malina, never throughout my experience with Malina, throughout knowing him, ever did he send me poetry. Because I'm, I don't really have a, a penchant for poetry and things like that. I used to, in, in high school, used to like English poetry, but I never really got into Arabic poetry and, mm. Other types of poetry. A branch when cut lets a new branch grow. When the night is full, it brings morning forth. Is born. Hmm. Now you look at that 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 meaning in a completely different way. Mahana, that was actually the last piece of poetry that Mona sent to us, hmm. and uh, how uh, I don't know what the word is. How I long think ago? It's how long How serendipitous? No, I think it's precipient. Just Google what that means. Look here, Salim, so. It wasn't long ago. It was very recent. Yeah, it was, it was, so, it was so, after like the, so the tragedy that was happening in Palestine. Yes. So, that's uh, so I'm saying. Like, I was seeing other stuff through we, that window. We, we were, I was, so at one point, Mona just sent me stuff. He didn't say anything, man. Hmm. But, subhanAllah, after all these years, like I, I kind of know already intuitively what this is all about, man. Right? So I tell my wife, look here, Mona sent me this now, no? He says, he gives no instruction, right? He doesn't say, do this, do that. But I know already what this is about, man. I must have put this on a post and, and distribute it. Mullen doesn't say that. You must know. Hmm. You must send a student. How can you not know? <laughs> and then I, I contacted him and I told him, listen here, make this vo uh, voice recording quickly, put, that, put it on a post. This is all late at night already. Hmm. And then uh, it's so accurate that when we send it back to Mullen, I'm like, Mullen must check it, man. Then he would tell me, no, no, change this, change that. So it's like at the back of his mind, 
It was waiting for you. Yeah. Subhanallah. Only a father can do that to these sons. You know what I mean? Subhanallah. Another one? Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa huwa alladhi yaqbalu at-tawbata an ibadih. And it is he, Allah, who accepts the repentance from his slaves. Wa ya'fu anis sayyiyati. And he pardons the bad deeds. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ And he knows exactly what you do. وَيَسْتَجِيبُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And he answers the call of those who believe and do good action. وَيَزِيدُهُمْ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ And he increases them. He gives them a bounty. He gives them extra from his bounty. وَالْكَافِرُونَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ شَدِيدٌ And for the disbelieving ungrateful ones, for them there is a severe punishment. وَلَوْ بَسَطَ اللَّهُ الرِّزْقَ لِعِبَادِهِ And had Allah بَسَطَ uh, given in plenty, if Allah yeah. had given, had released in great amounts the الرِّزْقَ لِعِبَادِهِ sustenance for his slaves لَبَغَوْ فِي الْأَرْضِ They would have transgressed in the earth. وَلَكِنْ However, يُنَزِّلُ بِقَدَرٍ مَّا يَشَاءُ he sends it down in a measure that he wishes. Mm. Indeed, he is ever watchful. He is well informed uh, with his slaves. And he is the one who sends down the beneficial rain. He sends down assistance. After they had despaired. After they had given up hope, given up hope, rahmatahu, and he spreads out his divine mercy. hamid, and he is al-wali, the protector, the all-protecting one, al-hamid, the most praiseworthy one. can I do one more? Or rather, it is quite connected still. Wamin ayatihi, and from amongst his signs. خلق السماوات والأرض is creating the entire heavens and earth وما بث فيهما من داب and whatever he had sent forth in those two creation of beasts of animals وهو على جمعهم إذا يشاء قدير and he is all able to gather them if and when he so wills when he so desires سبحان الله the first part of it ties in perfectly with that uh, that piece of poetry no? the word is percipient percipient uh, but uh, <coughs> what does what it remember? mean? it's like being like perceptive of things uh. so it's almost as if like you know you knew what was coming so you knew, you mm. knew the advice you needed to give us but you know though we have that piece of advice and it's nice having come from him it's still very hard to and there's, there's quite a few no? that, that like if you look at it it's like you know, it's uh, even if that meeting that you had. There's a lot. There's a mm. lot, man. He like tells you, listen, I'm telling you guys with a lot of time. I don't want to tell you this just now. Mm. You're gonna. Then he goes and says the poem, Qarub al Rahilu, and all of those things. But, anyways. What's but, the, 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 what I'm the saying hope, is for me, hope. The, let's I mean, just stick to the hope. We hope, we hope, we hope, we hope. <coughs> our hopes are in Allah, and so our hopes never die. It's but hard though, no? I'm telling it's you. It's like when you when you've only like when you experience a rare thing like 
a very, 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 very rare thing. Then you don't expect to also just see another one immediately after having seen one. Allah has the power to. Sorry, man. Allah I, has the power to to uh, to let you see another uh, one immediately after. But uh, I just need inshallah, to. Inshallah, we'll, we'll be blessed if we do. Ayah, man. I need to tie it into this first part of this ayah that had Allah given rizq and sustenance in abundance, then they would have transgressed. Did you just say rizq now? Rizq. Rizq. You said rizq now. So. So the one, the one literal thing. That's the next part. That's the next ayah. Okay. So, oh, somebody made the. Well, Ismail actually spoke once, and then he said, like, imagine you were born, uh, and the day that you were born, Allah until the end of your life. So every single thing, every brick that you must build in your house, every car, every Kentucky diet that you're going to have, every Nando's diet that you're going to have, <laughs> it's all in the containers. And you now need to ration it out for yourself from day one until the day that you die. Then most definitely, everyone would have gone completely crazy. Mm. Um, if Allah had put so many people like the, the likes of our Ustad on this dunya, at the same time, then there would have been like total chaos. They wouldn't have been able to deal with it with one another. But Allah sent them down and Allah gave them to us special people like that according to how He uh, desired, according to how He willed. He was able to share with us what He uh, did through the will and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah was ever watchful about you know, every single thing and, and, and how things unfolded up until now. And then, Allah sends rain down just after you give up hope. So thinking again about the farmer that plows his earth, he tills the land, but he has no way of knowing that the rain is definitely going to come. He's just planning, 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 and hopefully, he, you know, he hopes that the rain comes. Um... And in the same line of the hope that we're speaking now. And look how beautifully we, that, we that, that part of the verse ties mm. in with that poem. The bottom line is that look here, if the, the good comes after the bad, the light comes after the dark. Mm. That's that's the bottom line. And, and the, Quran, the Quran is replete with mm. these types of parables. But I think, you know, we must never be overconfident. Between hope and fear. We must also fear that we're not part of that mm. that rain. And we have to do, and uh, not do because our actions necessarily bring about the results, but just do so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees fit to shower us like with blessings like he showered upon us before, though we may not have been sufficiently uh, appreciative. You know, never in my life did I fear as much as I do right now mm. about the type of things that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that hadith of, of Rasulullah sallallahu uh, That hadith mm. The end part of it I always thought Not thought But it was always What's like a subconscious uh, Allah doesn't remove <coughs> Excuse me Allah doesn't remove knowledge Like in one shot man. Just take it out of the, the chest of people He removes it By removing the ulama And then People will start taking 
ignoramuses as the as the a source of information and people will ask them questions and they will answer and they will be astray and they'll send the people also astray the, the level of ilm that Maulana Taha exposed us to and presented to us and made us aspire to was so vastly different from everyone and anything else that we've been exposed to that you can't help but feel this reality as well man mm. you know because <laughs> when, you know when that level of alim is taken away I was telling I was telling like, my wife like who's Leo I was telling my wife you know you know Mullah could always cover our backs man. always you, I was telling Mullah Salim look, if you think about any of the disasters that we faced in South Africa in the last two three decades after we all Panicking and exhausted out of panic. And then we go to and one meeting. The plan, and then they're like, uh, let's hear from. And then he speaks. And then when he's done, this might be a question here. Yeah, there's a question there. But no one can say, nah, but I'm still confused. I don't understand what's going to happen. No. Mm-hmm. After he speaks, you're like, and then all we needed to do was like, go, 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 go. <laughs> you know? Not not, not really. Yeah. But that in the back of my mind, we're like, yo, we lucky to have an ustad like this. No, like, you know, I think also we should also be appreciative that we were part of, part of the <laughs> process and, you know, we learned a lot through it. And at times, Mona also included us in his own, uh, you know, research and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just that idea that we, and, and not just me, a number of, you know, Mona's other students have told me the same thing. It's like we almost feel, or I almost feel a bit exposed now. Mm. Like, uh, not just as an individual, but as a community as well, man. Um. Yeah. Like we could, COVID came, we could turn on him. Before that, Halal scanners came, we could, you know, turn to him for guidance. He could put everything into perspective. We, Fatawa needed, intricate Fatawa on banking, finance, whatever the case may be. It's like, now nah, he had our backs, man. Another one, another uh, one. Heterodoxy came. Yeah. Um, in any shape or form. Yeah. And then you would be able to. He had our backs, man. And from all the signs, Holkus Samawati Wal Ard. The creation of the heavens and the earth. And what he had sent forth, what he had spread out in it of animals. And he is able to gather all of them. He is able to gather all of them if he so desires. He is all able to gather them if he wishes. How many animals are there? I mean... Uh, yeah, how many animals are there? And each animal would have... A an essential strength, a unique thing that that animal can do that other animals can't do. And he could bring them all together if he wished to. He could bring them all, he could resurrect all of them. He could jam'ahim, Allah doesn't say resurrection, Allah just says the gathering of them. So, the gathering all the animals, gathering the qualities of those animals. Subhanallah. I mean, what strengths do people have? And how many people have Strengths of 50 different people. There was one, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that had the greatest strength that any person after him could ever, or before him even, could ever possibly possess. But of course, thereafter, Allah Ta'ala blessed each of us with with different strengths, different weaknesses. Mm. Um, and some of us have one strength and no other strength. There's, like, <laughs> there's only one 
perhaps angle of goodness in a particular person. But subhanallah, if you look at him regarding that angle of goodness, then he would be the best person in the world, man. There's another piece of poetry. Bismillah. Laysa ala Allahi bi mustankarin ay yajma'al alama fi wahidin. It's not, uh, it wouldn't be strange or odd if Allah were to gather the whole world in one person. Allah, Allah. Ya salam. Then I was just thinking of it. In the, in the absence of that, in the absence of that, what is the وَمَا بَثَّ فِيهِ مَا مِنْ دَابَّةِ is what he had spread out in, in, in terms of all those different things. So, Yes, we, we, we come out of a time now where we found all of these beautiful strengths, these beautiful qualities. You speak about, you know, covering and hiding and, and the, the, the intimate relations that you maybe had. Um, but um, it's like all those different qualities, we, we might still find it in a whole lot of different people now. Um, and we hope that Allah Ta'ala makes us as being His, his ears of those people. Amin. It's sort of like I'm I'm looking now, what is it that I do that is like what Molana Ta used to do? <laughs> Type of a thing, man. And eat it, Nando. maybe <laughs> eat Nando's. I was gonna say now. Maybe <laughs> eat Nando's. Now we can't all have that same stunning stuff. That's the easiest one to go to. I'm not gonna lie, I went to Nando's afternoon. So that's the easiest one to go to. Look here, I just wanna say something as a disclaimer. This is uh this podcast is somewhat of an international podcast as I came to discover subhanallah. All of you guys in the UAE. Uh, listening to this, may Allah bless you. Amen. Uh, shukran for your support. Why um, only UAE? Yeah. No, I mean th- we we listed quite high up in the UAE apparently. Okay. So I'm just giving a special shout out to them. But I mean everywhere the the podcast is alhamdulillah being downloaded and listened to in many countries. Um, I just want to say that we may, as I'm sitting here, somewhat, you know, extracting myself and looking at the podcast from a distance, and I'm seeing it may very easily come across. Uh, like we are going into Hulu, you know, into excessive love of this man. And this is, this is not, <coughs> it may appear that way, but it's not like that, I think. Um, often in traditional, in traditional circles of knowledge, um, there is a sense of Hulu that happens, man. Like, what I would term Hulu, you know, where students would do things to the teacher that's like, Okay, that's a bit over, overboard, you know? Mm. And uh, I think that it has a space for those people as part of the culture, like putting the shoes there and putting the shoes on for the teacher. The teacher doesn't do anything. That's not Hulu, man. Wait, 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 I'm getting there, you know? Like we, uh, they're practically bowing down, <laughs> you know, before the teacher. None of that was tolerated by Allah. Not even the shoe thing, you know? You couldn't even kiss his hand. Nothing. <laughs> He would have, he would have, he would have really, and he had a very easy way. He he had a very easy way of, of, of dealing with it, man. Like he would, he wouldn't scold. He would just make fun of you or or make sure that you, you do it. Make sure that you never do it again. Yeah. Something (laughs) like that, you know, but, uh, uh, how can I say this? What we are expressing is something that we, we've never felt before. At least I haven't. Um, and we, 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 it's a new pain. Okay, so that's why it may come across in that way. But as far as when we speak about this man's level of knowledge, if anything, it was an underestimation. Um, and that can be attested to by anyone who truly knew. 
him as a scholar. I think, you know, testament <coughs> to the fact that it's not Hulu, is the fact that when Molina was alive, we would differ with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you. I used to differ with Molina sometimes. Maybe, maybe differ because of my ignorance, Allah alam, but uh, it wasn't like, oh, Molina says, so I can't think. We all know that you like to differ. You don't need to tell us that you used to differ. <laughs> we know naturally that we don't believe it. No, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is, it's, it's like, it can't be Hulu if you, you know, if you're willing to differ with the person. But mm. not differ with like, I would no. say Molina, but maybe isn't it like that? Isn't it like that? Obviously, you know, put no, me on my to, place to, and, and show me. To, better, be very, to, be, to be very frank about it. The style of the conversations that we had outside of the classroom was more often than not very casual. Mm. And Molina would speak to us like we were one of his chummies that he played marbles with when he was younger, when we were far from that. Or he would treat us sometimes at times like we were scholars like him. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm not, uh, I'm just saying this because people might get the impression that oh, you guys are a bit extreme in your, in your praise and in your life. I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. Um, it may come across like that if you didn't know him or if you weren't a student. But this is not just, uh, you know, sort of just like a disclaimer that we, we do, we, we are able to sort of distinguish between right and wrong, good and bad. Did Molina make mistakes? Was he human? Did he sometimes get things wrong? I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's without, without saying. Um, and we, and we, we were different. All the students, we're not carbon copies. Like you would often see within circles of uh, Tasawu, for example, it's very common to see the, the disciples or the murids even dress like the, the sheikh, dress like the sheikh, wear the same things. And it's all within its place, nothing wrong with it. This didn't happen with Malata. The most you would find is maybe somebody wears the same kufiya like him. You know? Don't, don't lie. All no. of us have that same kufiya. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't <laughs> we wear it. We keep it in the cupboard somewhere yeah. that one day we were going to pull out our yeah. tawachi. So, so that, we're not carbon, we're very different. Some of us are very different, but we, um, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's Hulu at all. No, definitely not. If they knew him, subhanAllah. It's a, it's a, a thing that I'm finding myself saying very often. <clears throat> you know, like uh, there was this one, in this one chat, man, uh, I'm not going to mention the specifics, but people got kind of irritated that people were making jokes about uh, Molina's uh, love for Nando's, man. And then I was like, ah, you can't get irritated for that. Mm. If you knew him, you would know that even in the height of sadness of his janaza, it would still be fine with him to mm. make a joke about Nando's or to suggest he's going to go eat to Nando's. He was, even, that's how light-hearted you know, he was. Even in the last time Molina addressed us as students <coughs> before, you know, uh, or the onset of the COVID thing, even then at the end we were joking about how we're going to go to Nando's, inshallah. So now I'm going to hold him to that. And the only place I'm going to get land is with Molina. Manna wa salwa. If there's one thing that is, if there's one thing that any interaction with him uh, would very much, it, it would like always come through, man. It's the idea of this particular ayah. That, istajibu li rabbikum. Istajibu li rabbikum min qabli ay yatiya yawmun la maradda lahu min Allah. Answer your Lord before a day would come that there would be no return for you from Allah. A day that will come that will never, you won't be able to go back to that day. You won't be able to to go back away from that day. The idea and the urgency that we would always see in Molina and, and when doing a task or 
when bringing something about subhanallah it was just like like next level man like i came from here oh there was this issue and when i was driving here and i was driving yeah and then this 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 is and then i i did this particular thing or i think or did that research or whatever but you know i mean obviously um, the verse is primarily speaking about istajibu li rabbikum min qabl ayati yawm ayati yawm la marad lahu min allah Right. So before so, your, the day of your death, before Qiyamah comes to you, you should have responded to the call of Allah. Naam. And so I, I mean, that uh, is something that needs urgency. Mm-hmm. That's something that we need to do hastily because you don't know, you don't know when your actions will be cut off, which would be the day that you die, uh, and that is essentially the day that you won't be able to uh, come back from mm-hmm. to do more amal, to do more deeds. So whatever you're going to do, you better stand up and do it right now. Uh, I can't help but think of the dua ridan allahumma ilayka maraddan jamila Amin ya Allah um, we, we know how we're living today but we don't know how we're going to be living on the last day of our lives mm. and there's many ways that we can leave this world you know to some Allah grants martyrdom mm. to some Allah grants double martyrdom uh, and to others you know And I mean, like his entire life was the, the living out of this legacy in terms of, um, like this ayam and 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 the fact that he was the the scholar and the student that he was, he was always occupying himself with learning, either learning something, or teaching something so that someone else can benefit. Man, mm. you come with a, a one line question and he'll give you a whole khutba answer, that it's an entire thing that you can take benefit from. Um, you know so subhanallah if I could imagine a way that he would have wanted to spend his last day it would have been in the library <laughs> teaching something <laughs> or not that I wouldn't say Nando's but I mean you know teaching something sitting there with a book him reading because that was his 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 greatest mission man. the dissemination of, of Islamic knowledge subhanallah and it's something that all of us All of us, myself firstly, we need to respond to Allah Ta'ala in this way. We need to respond with, check it here, I'm going to go learn how to be a better Muslim. Man. Okay, I learned this about how to be a better Muslim. I'm going to teach somebody else this thing that I learned about how to be a better Muslim. Whether it's my wife, my child, a colleague at work, doesn't matter. But I'm going to answer that call of Allah, man. Of, of the first, I'm going to answer the call of the first verse that came, which was, Iqra, read. And learn and empower yourself with something that is going to make you better and mm. make you be a benefit to yourself and to others. Subhanallah, there are many lessons to take. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I have to bring it to this, uh, you know, in addition to, to the verses. Um, attach yourself to the Quran. This was a big thing of Mawlana. Like, draw your inspiration from, from the Quran. Mawlana was a very simple person when it came to finding spirituality in deen he was a sufi in practice but he, he <coughs> didn't really get involved in in tariqahs and in the technicalities of tasawuf whilst he also never had a major issues with people who do um, he was simple so his idea of getting inspiration and and getting spiritual enrichment was like the quran And following the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu and tahajjud, these were big things in his life. Like he, he, he would encourage these things. Specifically, I remember one of his, uh, not too long ago, in his advices to the students at the madrasa, he said, "You know, while you're a student, 
You're supposed to focus on your studies, mm. but uh, certain things you don't leave. Mm. You adhkar after your salah, salah in jama'ah. You adhkar after your salah, you know, at least two rakat of tahajjud, and have a weird of Quran. Mm. A- and he would say that your, your portion or your litany of Quran shouldn't be long. Just regular. No, he would, he would actually say, yes, regular, definitely. But you would say, let it be half a page. Mm-hmm. But read that page and ponder on it. Mm. He was very big about the fact. Very, he very said, big. He said, that's the, that's the weird of an alim. Yes, you have to read lots of Quran also. Mm. You can have your, 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 your weird of, you know, your memorization or just reading for the sake of barakah, etc. And also derive meaning from it. But also have a portion that you read to ponder. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Sorry. Again, I am in to connect here. And thus we have inspired to you, we Allah have inspired to you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ruhan min amrina. We have inspired to you directly from ourselves. Ma kitab. You did not know writing. You were non-literate. Iman, and you did not know what belief well, the Quran, was. Al-Kitab, you didn't know the, you know, the revealed book. You did not know the revealed book. You mm-hmm. did not know revelation. You did not know uh, belief in Allah. But we have made it, this kitab, we have made it, the Quran, that we inspired to you, a spiritual divine light. Nahdi bihi man nasha'u min ibadina. We guide with it whoever we desire of our slaves. Allahu Akbar. Just uh, taking us there to that idea of that the importance of Quran recitation because me in my weak state and you in your weak state that we aren't even anbiya and we will never ever receive the inspiration like they got. Revelation. Revelation in the way that they received it. But Allah Ta'ala can guide us directly uh, via us connecting ourselves to the Quran. And then Allah says, وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ And indeed you, O Muhammad وسلم, you guide to the straight, uh, uh, righteous path. Mm. In, in, indeed, that is of course what the teacher would do. Any teacher would guide the students to the, the straight path, yeah. but uh, it's not something that can come just and only from the teacher. We have to take directly from the source as well, mm. which is taking from the Quran. I want to, uh, I want to bring us to a particular conclusion um but uh i'm gonna ask i'm I'm gonna ask everyone to 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 wrap up but before i do um something that i personally want to share as far as an ibrah as the lesson that i observed uh from my teacher rahmatullah alay you know this rahmatullah i think it's it's weird man to say this in one's name right i hardly allah forgive me but I hardly made dua for Molina. I made more dua for his legacy and his students and what's left behind and the work that needs to be done. Because it was like, how do you make dua for someone like that man? Even nobody, nobody, oh, Allah forgive him. nobody, nobody no, even really I, I mentioned mean, the fact mm. that, you know, Molina passed away from a pandemic. Mm. I mean, you can debate about, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the, uh, the difference between a waba and a ta'oon and all that stuff, mm. right? Um, nobody really focused on that. Yeah. Nobody really focused on the fact that he passed away on a Friday. Mm. 
right? The time of Tahajjud or anything like that. In the months of Hajj. Yeah, it was just like the Ummah. Yeah, how lost you are. Yeah, Allah, please uh, help us. It is the main thing. So, so now when you say it's like kind of selfish if you think about it. Yeah, I know. We were all on like on our behalf. <laughs> Yo. But uh, anyway, the point mm. the point that I wanted to make was the one of the biggest lessons that I learned from Maulana is that sacrifice ninety nine percent, and then you get that one percent, man. Like that wasn't his words. Those weren't his words. That's my way of expressing what I witnessed. Man. Maulana studied more and read more and contemplated and thought more and sacrificed more for ilm than anyone I have ever met. Even if you were, con- if you, even if you were to combine all of them, the people that I've met, and we've all met scholars, we've all met students of Dean throughout his entire life. From his teenage years, I don't know when he started in his pursuit, right? But I know that even at his, even while he was doing hiv, he was already reading books like Rodotu Talibin and, and like, you know, hiding away in, in, in this place. His mommy said the other day that when she would come in, when they were kids, he already had the sort of memory that he could read something and he goes away and he comes back a while later and he reads it the second time and he would have it memorized. And she would come into his room wanting to clean up and make up the bed or so. Then he's laying on the bed and the whole room is now like trashed. <laughs> but uh, she wants to make up the bed and he's laying on the on the bed and, and, and he's laying with his books. So uh, she chases him off the bed because she wants to make the bed. And he dives with his book underneath the bed and he lays there and he reads. And then she wants to come clean underneath the bed and then he jumps out under, under the bed with his book and he runs into the next room and he goes to go stand and he finds a quiet corner somewhere and he goes to go read. Subhanallah. Yes. So it's been happening since childhood. Yes, I know. And I mean, I, I went to, as many of you as well, I went to the book fair with Malala. He's walking around at the book fair buying books while reading a book. <laughs> Subhanallah. No, man. Like, then you stand, you know, like, no man, mm. you know, but it's not something that he's now okay. I'm not, I'm gonna show those people. I'm gonna read. That's just in him. Then he goes to sleep at night. He falls asleep with a book on his chest. And when he wakes up that mo- that morning, he wakes up, opens his eyes, and he picks the book up while he's busy waking. I'm like that time we will normally like uh, we can make ourselves a cup of coffee. <laughs> he reads a You're book. You're talking about that hey, when you were in Turkey. Uh, the one morning, the one night, we were up like till very late. It was nearly Fajr time. Molina left us a little bit before that. So he maybe slept for a short bit. But we continued talking because, uh, I don't know, because we were together with some brothers and whatever we were talking. Fajr time came, so we were like just waiting to stay up for Fajr. So we could perform Fajr and then have a nap. So we performed Fajr. Fajr time came and we just performed Fajr. I get a call from Molina. I say, yeah, what is this now? Like, Molina just says, uh, I just got into the bed. Smashed. Molina phoned me, Zakaria, come to my room. So he didn't tell me, call everyone else or anything. So I went. Said he, uh, he told me to bring that. I think he told me to bring a book with, or I can't remember if the book was with him already. So I go, I sit in front of him. It's not out of so first I was alone, and then, I, then when I when I came there, then Mona asked me, "Where's the other guy?" So then I told me, hey, "Come." So they still took the time to come, and Mona was still talking to me. Yeah, 
I don't know where he got the energy, but he literally taught this Aqidah book for like three hours. Now, I, I, I'm not joking. There were probably parts of it that I was, sli- I was sitting right in front of him and sleeping probably because like I couldn't anymore. I was like just dead. But uh, he, subhanAllah, you know, when he got into learning something or explaining something or new vistas of knowledge, nah, he was like something else. Like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. Wallahi, in, in Egypt, he was like a kid in a candy store. Mm. I mean, that expression mm. man, never meant anything to me until I went to the book mm. fair with Mala Taha Karan. He was like a kid in a flipping candy store. <laughs> it was ajeeb. Mm. Like seeing this man. Subhanallah. And uh, those memories, will, will, I'll cherish them forever. Man. Mm. Imagine reading a risala in the Qabr Imamina Ashafi'i. Ma'a Imamina Ashafi'i Sagheer. Allah, Allah, Allah. How do you, how do you compete to the memory like that? You know what I mean. Your your life will forever be uh, influenced by such moments. Um, Ummat al Islam. At this juncture, I wish to to beg of you to make du'a for us. I think I think you thought I was going to say for Malataha. First, make du'a for Malataha. Make du'a for Malataha. Rahimallah ta'ala But make dua for us uh, Make dua for, for For those who Are tasked with The Responsibility Of attempting To keep that legacy alive And to Make it grow Amen We need your duas Yeah The students of Molina Not just the students of Molina The students of Molina Those that Molina place in positions of authority with regards to, you know, certain projects of his, you know, those that weren't necessarily students at the madrasa, but students who benefited from from elsewhere. I think, you know, Mm. I've gotten messages from people of knowledge the world over. You know. People in the professional field that Mona benefited, uh, the the banking uh, Grieving heavily about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, help us all, strengthen us all, and, you know, give us Mm. the, whatever, we don't even know what's required, but give us what's required to actually further Amen. Further that goes. Amen. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakallah khairan. Dua? Quick. Uh, concise dua insha'Allah. Allahumma ya awwal al-awwaleen wa ya akhir al-akhirin wa ya dhal quwwati al-mateen wa ya rahim al-masakeen wa ya arham al-rahimeen Allahumma salli wa sallim ala sayyidina Muhammadin al-fatih lima ughliq wa al-khatim lima sabaq nasir al-haqq bil-haqq wal-hadi ila siratik al-mustaqim wa ala alihi wa ashabihi haqq qadrihi wa miqdari al-azim اللهم تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم جعلنا جميعا من أهل القرآن الذين هم أهلك وخاصتك يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لموت المسلمين الذين شهدوا لك بالوحدانية ولنبيك بالرسالة وماتوا على ذلك اللهم اشف مرضانا وارحم موتانا برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما ونعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين تقبل الله منا منكم جزاكم الله خيرا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته